The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Let's go, Are you ready for a break? Uh, yes. Are you ready for a break? Absolutely. Ready for a break? Yeah, and um, so much for that. It's time for The Break on DallasCowboys.com. We were on the break! With Nick Eatman, Brian Broaddus, Ambar Garcia, and Derek Eagleton. It is Friday, November 18th, 2022, season 18, episode number 74. Welcome to the latest edition of The Break. We're live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the start, presented by Miller Lite, the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. Today we get you ready for uh, Cowboys' upcoming game versus the Minnesota Vikings. That happens this Sunday. Uh, and uh, we're going to get you ready. We're going to get to some predictions by the time we get to the end of the show. We'd like to hear from you guys today. Call us. The number is 888-855-2297. Again, it is 888 888- 855-2297. We'll take show we'll take calls throughout the show. Sprinkle them in with some of the other questions I have for these guys and some questions we've already gotten on Twitter as well. How's everybody doing today? Great. As everybody's on their phone or computer. <laughs> no, no, I was just I feel like I'm dealing with my kids no. right now. Like, I just realized I looked down and I got like purple sleeves on and everything yeah, what's else. What's up with that? Omega Sapphire? Yeah, yeah. I'm with you on that. There's the door, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you don't. I was sitting there thinking, and then I even wore my purple Converse, but it's all LSU. LSU, really? Yeah, it's LSU. I'm not going in all. I don't ask me who I'm going to pick, but uh, yeah. (laughs) No, I heard you yesterday on the radio, so I know exactly who you're going to. I did a podcast this morning. I kind of gave a reason why, but uh, yeah, we'll get to that. uh, No, we're good. We're good. We just uh, huge game, man. Especially with what happened, you know, last night and stuff like that. I think Green Bay got eliminated. Last night, I was kind of worried about them kind of climbing back into this thing. You know, all of a sudden you're battling with them as that, uh, you know, oh, it's the fifth, sixth, seventh, it's sixth, seventh seed. Oh, wait, it's head to head. What, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of stuff. I, I actually was thinking like about five o'clock when I realized who was playing in the game. And I said, tomorrow morning, Brian's going to say, like, I was so 50 50 on that game. I was like, Brian's going to say one of two things. He's going to say, Good job letting them back in there, yep. letting that guy back in there. Now they're yeah. one, two in a row, and all that. Yeah. If they win, if they lose, they're gonna be like, "Why didn't you play better? Like, why? Did, why couldn't the Cowboys have done what the <laughs> Titans did, or whatever?" So one way or another, I kind of wish the Cowboys were the Titans. I mean, the way they play, the Titans, they well, get they get guys banged up. They have half their guys, and they you know, find ways to win. You know, I mean, I, I I could I could pull for a team like you that. You always say whatever Zeke and Pollard are doing, 14, 13 yeah. carries, twenty seven carries, yeah. and that guy. They Derek do have Kinder. that guy. Yeah, he's, he's bigger than Kinder. both and faster than both. Yeah, yeah. that that guy is is he can throw touchdown passes as yeah. we saw last that night. Was he can run sweet. touchdown passes, yeah. huh? See my man Burks making plays last night. Yeah, yeah. Kind of gave it, gave it my guy the little. I gave Alexander like, yeah, you're the little guy. He He gave me little guy. He gave little guy signal to him. Yeah, he gave him a couple. He had a couple (laughs) nice catches last night. So yeah, Yeah. that team, that that team's gonna be. That's gonna be an interesting game there in December. At a time of year when you're going to need wins. You're going to need it, yeah. That, that's going to be an And they're going to need it, game. too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's going to be a really and, interesting game. And I know this. It will In that cold-ass so stadium. <laughs> yeah, I like, know. That's what I'm saying. You don't think Tennessee is being cold, but it's, it's right off the Did we go to that yeah, one time? Yes. That one time. And like, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, I think Randall Cunningham didn't want to play that day. And, and then and then I got lost. We were staying there at the Gaylord. Greatest hotel ever. And it was like, it's like being in an airport. Like, I didn't know how to get to the front door. I mean. 
mean, I literally I'm trying to meet people for go to dinner. Like, where are you? I I, I go, I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm somewhere <laughs> in this hotel. Yeah, you see Brian I, just standing like, I don't know. Where I don't go. know where I am. I, but I, but I, yeah, that that, that place, that stadium, it's cold. The fans are mean. I mean, God, well, it's gonna be cold in Minnesota this week. Lucky, oh, lucky thing is we won't be outside. Box. It will yeah. be good. Yeah. yeah. You mean in Tennessee or, or Tennessee. In Minnesota? Minnesota's pretty good. Minnesota's good too because it's still open air. Yeah, it is open air. And and they have you talk about you talk about the one job in life that just absolutely doesn't matter. It's the guy that does the PA announcing yeah. in the press <laughs> in box that is yeah. o- overshadowed by all of the the sound. So yeah. so it's just like Dalvin Cook four yard carry, you know, uh, to the twenty six. You're like, and you're going to be trying to type that stuff in. You're not going to hear it all. No, you you won't. You just better find. This you is, better before the game start. You better figure out where it is on the on yeah. the board because that's where you're going to have to look. This so. is the stadium where Derek's going to. Pull out his phone, open up his little decibel app, <laughs> check out how many decibels. Is that the right word? Decibels? Decibels, yeah. Decibles. I want to see how loud it is. Last, yeah. last year. And then I he'll was, show me. He's like, look, you see yeah. him? <laughs> last year I was really surprised how, and it's different. Minnesota's not having the season they are this year, but yeah. I was really surprised how many Cowboy fans there were last year. I mean, there were a lot. Why is that? Why was that shocking, though? I kind of well, expected it. I I think you'll get some carryover from what you saw in Green Bay getting over those Midwest fans. You kind of give yeah, them a back to back taste there. of your football yeah, you team. Got some of those. A little bit this easier team. to stay in Minneapolis than it is to stay in Green Bay. True, yeah. but this team, though, I mean, they're eight and one. I mean, they're they're having a great season, and they definitely, you know, and they're. Uh, that's oh, it's that an irritating place to play in the that's league. That's that I saw. It was first time since like 1976 that a team. That's eight and one or better, with their starting quarterback, is a home underdog. Underdog, yeah. It's just. It, I'll it, tell you what. I've learned years. this. I don't like that. I've learned this in. Ve- I've learned this about doing radio. Why? Vegas is usually right on these things. Right. I, and here I am. I'm going to probably go against them, but they're right about a lot of things. So they play the analytics game. Look. Yeah. I'm coming off a week where the folks in Vegas said that my college team would win by seven. Yeah. And we lost by yeah. ten. Yeah. So yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not. Really You're not buying, buying it. Now. All right. I'm not buying right now. Yeah. Well, I'm coming off a team where Vegas, uh, Vegas said that my team would lose by three and a half points to LSU, and they lost by three. Lost by three. Yep. I guess it happens. It does happen. You know it, this is just such a hard place to play. It is. It, it's it a is. hard place to play, and they got a good team. It's loud. And yeah. it's yeah. and it and if you don't handle it, they can make you look really bad. That's exactly right. All right, so let's jump in. Let's talk a little bit about injuries first. There are four guys uh, that I want to get some updates on. Let's start first with Tank Lawrence. What, what are we hearing about him and and his injury and and his possibilities of playing this weekend? I, I was told yesterday that he should be fine. You know, now where I think we're to the end of the kind of getting to the point of the season where Tank's really not interested in practicing a little bit. <laughs> you know, he's like, can't say that. I blame him on yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, but that, you know, that, that the word I got on Tank was he should be fine. And then I always remember, like, I heard that Sam Williams was fine and then he's inactive that yeah. Sunday. So, you know, yeah, I, I you know, take it what it is. I don't think they would let him play with a fractured foot. If that's what people are talking about right now, or fractures, or problems with fractures, or whatever. So, uh, well, but, the quote was, "I have all intention of having him play." That was yeah. what McCarthy just yeah. said. Yeah, and McCarthy's played the game all year long. Where, you know, I mean, it's getting to the point where some of the stuff that Mike says when it comes to injuries is not really that accurate. I yeah. mean, and yeah. he's trying and he's trying to do that. Like uh, he's that's that's yeah. the the plan. So, but he did say that, and like. That's what Tank said. And but when you mentioned, uh, and I'm speaking about Tank, when he 
stands up there in front of the media and he mentions my foot. Well, actually, both feet. And then my knee. knee. Foot, yeah. So it's like, yeah. whoa, okay, that's a yeah. lot. And then you, in that, within that same sentence, you hear, but my intention is to play this week. And you're like, what? Like, how... How does that work? And we know a lot of players play hurt, especially yeah. this part of the season. But damn, that sucks. Well, especially when you're trying to talk about the running defense, he's one of the best players, I think. Yeah, you're not, you're not wrong. wrong. Yeah, you're not yeah, that's wrong. the one guy you can't lose if you have yeah. problems with the run right now. That's, you, that's how you hedge your bets. You know, that's what you do. You get two tackles for nothing. He's like, yeah, D Law got two tackles. He's dealing with like four injuries right now. But if he gets six tackles and two sacks and a forced fumble, then you're like, look at the warrior that Tank is. Yeah. I mean, he's doing all that. That's what happens. That's, that's yeah. what you do. He's going to play. I think he's, he's going to play. All right, let's move on. Give me a Zeke Elliott. Zeke. Like, like, uh, like yeah. my kid's over there looking at the phone. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, my we're kid. We, we about got, us. No, we got, we got breaking we got, news got, over no, there. No, we got phone callers, and I'm trying to get all that. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm we sorry. got phone Zeke. callers coming in. Zeke, um, I do feel like he's going to play. I mean, yeah. just by what he was saying uh, yesterday, and uh, you know, I, I thought it was interesting. He said that this is a different injury. This is this is different than what he's had before, uh, and not the same as last year. Even though it kind of feels like it is, because it's also knee and it's middle. It's same about the same time of year, but. You know, we saw the injury from the press box. We saw the tackle against the Lions. Yeah. Now he did go back in the game, but you could just see, and we're Wasn't way good. up there by you know Saturn, and like we could see like that. That's just awkward looking, and so, yeah. uh, but you know he's he's tough, and I think it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see how they they get him and Pollard in there together. I think what you've seen out of Pollard the last two games suggests that I don't know if you do it the same way. I think maybe Pollard gets a lot more carries than he has been, and and maybe they manage it a little bit more. I'd like to see a flip in the in the number. Yeah, I think people are asking for the flip. I'm I'm okay with Zeke for three, Zeke for four, Zeke for four, Zeke for three, and then Pollard for eighteen. Yeah, you know, I mean, if I'm okay with that, but you know what? The, the one thing they've learned this year is to get Pollard in there earlier. Yeah, it used to be like we talked about the one series, and if it went three and out, we wouldn't see him until the next the second half. They figured out that this guy legitimately, you can hand him the ball twenty yeah. something times, and he's going to be just fine. Yep. Yeah. No, I, and I actually I, I don't necessarily need to see a flip. I think let's be honest, they were running the ball all season with the formula that they had, and yeah. it was working well. Yeah. So I think you keep they win that going. game. If in my opinion, they win that game if if Elliott plays. Yeah, just because I felt like that they would go and take a different path for how to run the ball. Well, you did see Dak take what three quarterback sneaks. Yeah, yeah, and he's probably only done that once or twice this year, mm-hmm. or maybe a couple more times than that. Um, and played a lot. I, I get that, but I, I mean, I just feel like those third and ones. They were, you know, even yeah. one of them was a long one, almost two, and they still got it with Dak. So I feel like they weren't even giving Pollard that opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. But and I, they probably don't do that. Zeke's. Did. I they, told they you early in the game. I was like, I, I want to see Malik Davis. I don't think he'd even played yet. I was like, yeah. man, I'm like, I want to see him because I think he fits this type of game. So I think he's he's a good runner too. I, I like him. Yeah. He'll be good next year when yeah. he's the guy. Well, yeah. <laughs> he I did have that one series where they they used him a lot, and he had some big big. I'll runs tell you what, you're not series. wrong. I mean, people are asking me about that same thing you just said, kind of yeah, what's yeah. implied. Happen. Yeah, I mean that and draft a third round running back. Okay, there you go. You know, that's I how can, I can tell are. you this. I don't think that if you know, obviously Pollard is a free agent. I don't think Pollard's mm-hmm. going to get a nice contract. I don't think he's a huge contract guy. Sure. I don't think he's going to get a nice contract, and they pay Zeke what they're on the hook to pay Zeke. So yeah, they, that answers yeah. your question. They won't. They won't do that. I, I think they'll keep Zeke. I think they may Zeke, just I think pay him less. He'll have to take I think Zeke will yeah. get a tank deal where yeah. it's like we're paying you less 
Yeah. Doesn't it looks like like it's a guaranteed deal. It's really a pay cut. Right. So hopefully you uh, you know. And we'll pay you a lot up way. front and make you feel good I, about it. I but. tell you, Tony Pollard's contract is going to be a very interesting deal around the league. Whatever mm-hmm. whoever does because he's still a fifth year running back. And he's and he's he's you know not the biggest back in the world, so he's fifth year guy. What do you do with that? What do you what do you pay? I mean that that is not going to be. He's going to end up at the Dolphins and have a great career. Oh, I'm sure he will. I mean, the, the, somebody will figure out how to take him, like that guy down in Miami, or yeah. somebody will figure it out. I mean, I I, I think they, I think they were just a little late to the a little late with him. Yeah, I don't you think know? he'll be someone's number one though. But I yeah, think, but they'll I do a lot of be, things. But will him. they have to try to pay him like that? That's the that's hard what, part. That's what's tricky. Yeah, that's I think they'll, they'll, somebody's going to say, I want him to be like Swift in Detroit with the other they'll, back that I've got, which is still good, but what do you pay for that? They'll pay him more than they'll pay him in Dallas. That's, sure. the, that's the thing. I, I agree. Yeah. And that's not going to be premium running back money, I don't think. Yeah. But that's the interesting part. Kate will In today's NFL, where most teams do a dual back system, are you going to have to start paying well, premium money for whoever's in that dual back yeah. role? We're starting to run the ball more in the league now. Yeah. yeah, we're starting to running backs are starting to have a new a new life. Yeah. You know, if everybody's going to be real small up front, they're going to figure out ways to you know. You can have I, I tell you what, it's going to save teams money running the football. You go ahead and pay the back because offensive line play. What I've learned is you could have five just guys that might be bad pass blockers, but can find a way to run block. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's yeah. how teams are kind of moving the ball. And, that, and that's why you know you're. I know we're Not getting the, kind of way off the topic here, but. This, off-season talk here. Yeah, but that's, but that's the what the Cowboys have to realize is that there's not many teams in about a year or two that's going to have, okay, we got. I think they'll have a top-10 quarterback in in, uh, in Dak, and then they'll have the highest-paid corner in the league, the highest-paid defensive player in the league, I would think. And then, you know, you got to deal with all these other, other high-priced contracts. So that's why you don't trade for Brandon Cooks. Because you gotta have these picks, you gotta have that third or fourth round pick. You gotta hit on these guys, and you got yeah. they, they have to be starters for you. And they have they, they've done a good job with the draft. Tell me what we, what's what we're looking at with Anthony Brown and Anthony Barr, the ABs. I think both are okay. There, both, both are going to play. I yeah. believe. I, yeah. I, I, uh, I haven't heard any different on this. Brown hasn't been cleared yet, but he will be. I think yeah. he will be. That's here's a big sign for that. They made him available to the to the media yesterday. They Brown Anthony Brown. Yeah. If guys that have concussion, they have never been available mm-hmm. to the media until they're really cleared to go ready. No, I don't think he's been cleared for practice, practice in full, mm-hmm. but that will happen today. But the fact that he was talking to the media and that they, they had that, that's a good sign he'll be there. And I think it's going to take a lot to get Anthony Bard not to come back and play this game. Yeah, he didn't say it on the record, but after the game, I heard him saying in the locker room, he was fine. He's like, I could have gone back in the game, but they just wouldn't let me. And obviously, that's the way, yeah, and yeah. that's the way it should work. Once you have that 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 symptom, once you mm-hmm. have that any inkling that that's the case, get him out <laughs> of the game. Know, don't let him back in, even if they think they can come back and play. You know, it's funny how five days can make, because at first, you know, he gives up a pass to a guy that I hadn't heard of um, ever. And I was like, for a touchdown. And I don't even remember if you mentioned it in your. I mean, like you were mentioning him yeah. in the receivers. I'm sure you mentioned it. Oh name. no, he he's had he's had five touchdowns in two games, right? Yeah. And like well, zero up until night. then. Yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. I was yeah. like, he, gave, he gives up a touchdown. And you're like, God, Anthony Brown, seriously. And then now, like the guys on him, you know, Watson's like Randy, on a heater. Yeah, Randy Moss like yeah. type, you know, numbers. Yeah. So it's like, okay, I don't feel so bad anymore. Like now he's like a fantasy oh. stud. He was a good player at North Dakota State. I mean, when he's from Tampa. His yeah. dad was a dad was an NFL player, second and, round pick, right? Yeah, and you're kind of thinking like, well, how did this kid not end up at 
you know, one of those SEC schools. How does he, or a Florida State or something like that? He kind of went through the cracks there. He's a Tampa kid. So, mm. I'll tell you this that touchdown he caught last night, it's impressive. Like, he skied up for that one. So, mm-hmm. he's, he's got some skill and the confident player right now. You know, coming out of small school, maybe that's part of it. It just took mm-hmm. him a little while to yeah. kind of get there. And now well, it looks like he's starting to figure it out. A little small bit. school that comes down here and wins the national championship yeah. every year. Every freaking they, year. They, those people up there in North Dakota are paying taxes down here now. They're here so much. Yeah, they show up in their green and yellow. No, they, they know they know the, they go. know the area better than me. Like, yeah. can you tell me? I go up to can you tell me where to eat? And, yeah, there's this place over here you need yeah. to go to. You yeah. know, okay, they're thanks. always out here at the star. Just they, they're out out they, they, they love hanging out. F FBS or FCS is that what that is? FCS? I yes, so. FCS. Yeah. I, I always forget which one it is. B for bowls. FCS is the Division One AA yeah. used to be, and they North Dakota State is the, like yeah. the power. They come down here every year. Frisco. Every it's year, the championship here. All right, let's go take our first. We do a lot of kids coming through today. I mean, there's nobody kids in, in the school building. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Look, they're looking snuggy. at you like they're looking at you like stop talking about school. No, we are not in school. No, this are we awesome. going to take our first break? When we come back from break, uh, we got some questions already lined up. We got some phone calls from some different fans. We'll get to that when we come back. This is DallasCowboys.com radio. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. What do you call a group of grown men and women with their faces painted silver and blue who get together every week to share a three-hour-long ritual of jumping, sinking, and toasting Miller Lite and 10-gallon hats while yelling, how about them cowboys? You call it Miller Time in Dallas. Here's to the cowboys. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller Time. Celebrate responsibly. 2021 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. When you build, you start with the foundation. And home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Equal housing lender. Credit and collateral is subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. To the break. Join us at the Star for our most festive movie night ever. Movie Nights at the Star, presented by Monument Realty on November 30th, features a Christmas classic, Elf. The show is free and open to the public and begins at 7 p.m. For more information, visit the Star in Frisco. Dot com. Welcome back. Second segment of the break. Live in SWBC that was one Morning of the best. Sorry. Sorry, I should have let you finish. I'm at sorry. the Star. Feel free. Go. I was going to say, that was one of my favorite pieces of content. The one y'all did um, several... It, it's been a while, but it was with Lyle 
dressed Lyle? as elf. Lyle. Yes, and he went to the stadium. <laughs> oh yeah, that was Lyle. Funny. I it's remember been that. A while since that. Lyle right. on the shelf. That's what it was, wasn't yeah. it? I don't know if it, they did the shelf, but they said uh, Lyle. Um, Lyle was the the his character. Nice. It was yeah. pretty good. I yeah. guarantee I you. Yeah, they haven't. No one's <laughs> ever had that costume that that no? day. You no, know, not. no one's ever like ordered that on Amazon. Yeah. I, I need the 3X, please, for the elf yeah, costume. If you rent that one, I'm, I'm <laughs> guessing I had to have, to have to have that made for him, not rented. I forgot about that one. All right, let's I get a, a phone call. We got a phone call from Rob. Actually, first of all, second segment brought to you by <laughs> second segment brought to you by blockchain.com. Uh, let's get to the phone lines. We got a call from Rob in Las Vegas. Rob, what up? Hey, long time no talk. Yeah, how you doing? Uh, I'm good. Yeah, never better get those wise guys in Vegas. No, hell no. (laughs) (laughs) You know, looking at this game, to me, Dak needs this game even more than the team. You know, he's hearing he can't beat uh, good teams, quarterbacks. And I think the recipe's simple. He just needs to throw less and run more. When he runs, even like against Chicago, they just look so different. And I don't mean – it's like he doesn't run – anymore like he used to, but you have to force him. That designed run that they did by the goal line, maybe from 10 yards out in Chicago, was great. I think they need to do more like that, especially in the red zone. And I, and I just think that's when he is really a top 10 quarterback is when you combine his legs with his arm. If he's just going to stand in the pocket, I think we're just losing out on too much stuff. And, and I think he's just an, an average QB. So I just hope they, they get it, you know, and they, they just see that, hey, listen, we got to get this guy running. Forget about the contract. Forget about how much money. Forget about the ankle. And I, I just think if he does that, this team could be really, really good. Awesome. Thanks for the call. I agree 1,000%. Yeah. I do. I know we've talked about it. I sure. just and, and I just I don't know what is it. I mean, that's one thing you just don't know. Is it is it the Cowboys saying that? Is it Dak saying that? Is he is he just doesn't feel like he's got it? Is he not comfortable? But he has never been a guy that could stand in the pocket and make throws yeah. that like the other guys. That's not his game. That's mm-hmm. why he was drafted where he was drafted. Sure. Um, but he was, you know, he was he was a he's a baller though. It, like like that's what he is. He just like he's the guy that flips over the top in Arizona for a touchdown or against Seattle where he just busts through people. And like that's him. He was a tank playing quarterback. I remember the game against Denver week two, 2017. They lost by like 25 points. The lightning it, delay. Yeah, and at the end of the game, he throws a pick to Tlaib, maybe, or somebody was running 100 yards, and he's over there fighting through blockers at the end and diving and all that. And I remember thinking, like, that that's my quarterback right there. Like, he's a football player playing quarterback. And right now, I think he's a quarterback playing quarterback, and he needs to be that football player again because he, that's what makes him who he is. And I, he's got to get that back. If not, then he's, a, he's getting paid too much money, honestly. Because he's not the same type of thrower. Like he's just not a thrower like the rest. He's gotta be in the game feeling it and all that. Agreed. Hope he gets it back. Yep. All right, let's get a uh, I had a couple questions for you guys about the matchup, Cowboys versus Vikings. First question I have for you guys, if you had to make the decision, do you travel digs with Jefferson? Yes. Most of the time, yeah. Most of the time. You did a good Why? job, by the way, on the radio this morning talking about that. Thank you. But yeah. but but um 
I'm trying to think what I said. But, but no, I, you were saying that it's something you need to consider. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, just, but, man. What is that caveat? You say most of the time. When would you not? Well, just because once you get, I think, I don't think you do anything all of the time other than, you know, play your quarterback or whatever. But, like, just because teams get a read on that. And then, and Thielen's pretty damn good on the other side, too. Sure, yeah. So, I, I. J.J. Osborne. Tied in. Yeah. Tied in. Osborne, yeah. yeah. This you, got, you got some yeah. receivers. So, I, I would kind of trick it up a little bit. But, but for the most part, yeah, it's, it's. If you, Whatever you did last year, the Vikings are a team that they'll they'll run the ball, but it's not the most important thing to them. Yeah, you know they're really down on carries when it when you talk start to talk about the numbers that they have during. And one of the things that they struggle with is when you can get pressure on Cousins. But thirty eight percent of the time, guy, I hate when I do this, but I'm going to do it. Thirty eight percent of the time when he's under pressure, he throws the ball to Jefferson. You know, so if your game plan is to attack him by pass rush, then by all means put your best guy on Jefferson. If 38% of the ga- of the time he's going to throw the ball in that guy's direction, I'm denying him every opportunity to, to do it. Mm-hmm. And I think the guy that has the best opportunity to deny the football is Diggs. You know, Diggs is Diggs is going to look at that number 18 and he's not going to be scared. Mm-hmm. He goes, I've seen you at LSU. Mm-hmm. I've played against you before. I know who you are. I've seen you run routes. Whereas the others are kind of like, man, this guy, all I see is highlights every week yeah, of right. him like catching balls over the top of people and doing the the giddy and all that stuff like that. You know, the that's giddy. all you is that what it's called? Gritty? What's the it called? Gritty. It's the gritty. Gritty? Yeah, okay, he's doing the gritty, you know? And so I mean, that's all you ever see. So you get scared of that. You get scared. Yeah, and yeah. I, I'm kinda like, I don't want to see him doing that, you know, and and me putting digs over on him, I, if if I lose the battle because it's digs covering him, so be it. I need to draft better corners. But, man, I ain't going to see him do that little dance in the end zone. <laughs> not, not, not on my watch today. Um, you go back. Gritty, right? Yeah, gritty. gritty. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, gritty. Yeah, yeah. Gritty. As a matter of fact, I, he looks giddy when any, he's doing any it, Any chance man. we could get you to do the gritty, Brian? No. Any chance? Because you got to – I think you could do this part, right? Don't you put your, yeah, uh, your hands up? He does up? that why, why do you do that? What is, that? What's the symbol of that? You should ask it the wrong person. Oh, Dave will tell you that. I've seen Dave. They were doing it back at LSU. No, they do it at LSU. Always did it at LSU before it became a thing that the NFL or any other guys are doing. They were doing he it at was LSU. LSU. Yeah. But now they fake like a hamstring injury. Now a new one is they kind of do it and then they fake an injury and then they start doing it again. Yeah. So I mean, I've seen him do that. He gets in the end zone. I don't want to see him faking a you hamstring fake an industry, an in- injury. I'm sure, right? Oh yeah, I could yeah, fake, but then it. I could do that too because yeah. every okay. once in a while he'll That's do good. it and then he'll throw the the eyes up. There's gonna be an owner that has like you know like gonna have like a panic attack or you know whatever because he sees like their star player down yeah. there with a fake injury. Like what? what you what's fake? Happening? You fake? You fake? Yeah. He got he did it last week in Buffalo and he got bumped by a lineman. O'Neal bumped him. And then he got mad at O'Neal, like, bro, I, I didn't finish. I was yeah. doing my fake injury, and then I was going into it. And he I've, and O'Neal's like, ah, you know, where to go? Always, bumped him. And I've always had this this thought. Like, I'm just curious on. I'm covering him with players, seven. I'm sorry, it's just me. <laughs> on a Saturday night in the hotel room, you are know, working on that. Are they moving the bed like to the side and clearing out some space and like really working on this? And okay. You got you twelve. Come over here, and we're gonna you be the bowling ball, and I'm gonna throw you down, and you know, I'm gonna hog tie you. No, you get down there. But if I score, you know, you're not scoring. Oh, okay, well if you score, you know, I mean, like there's a, and then there's probably some great, great things that happen 
Imagine like some of the receivers we had back in the day. Right. What if like Kenyon Rambo and Reggie Swinton were talking about something? You're not going to score, you know? Like you yeah. guys, and they, we were lucky. These great receivers points. that are these great players that have these dances that oh, never came. Never to got to the. All end right, zone. go back to the caller that Rob from Vegas. What's a number that you'd like to see, Dak? Rushing yards, like what? Let's say what would be a good number for a game? Forty-five. That's exactly where I was going. How many games has he had 45 or uh, more? Three. So can we go a little? How about 30? How, that go too high? Yeah, a little bit. 30. We're killing his game. We're killing his game. Let's go with 32. He's not going to Jackson. 32. 32. Okay. He's got 16 games there. All right. He's 13 and 3. When he gets that, that you know, thirteen and three, yeah. uh, he's three and zero oh at forty five. And he's, number. so yeah, that, that's good. But he's yeah. not. You and know. he's six and fourteen if he throws for more forty passes a game. Is that what it is? I think so. Yeah. Ooh, six of mm. six of fifteen, six of fourteen. I love this website. Yeah. If, uh, how many passing yards? Forty four more than forty passes. More forty pass more, attempts. Forty Ooh, pass attempts. attempts. Yeah, it's at twenty. Uh, see a lot of L's there. Yeah. yeah, one, two, three, four, five, six. Went. Yeah, six yeah. and fourteen. Yeah. I mean, you know, and what actually, really doing like seriously, yeah. like that—that's frustrating too. Because that stat was six and thirteen before that game, and yeah. it's and, and yeah. But well, <laughs> well, let me throw this question in there because it's actually a question that Art Muela, uh just sent in. Actually, he says Kellen's consistent failure to commit to the run is maddening. At what point does McCarthy sit him down and tell him to stick to the run or else? Because I do think, as the head coach, yeah, at some point, and by the way. He got him to buy in while the backup quarterback was in there. Sure. For some reason, last week that message didn't get sent, no or seat, it no wasn't. Seat. They didn't think it was as important. Yeah. And and to me, I look at it and say it's still that is how you win football games this season with this team. What do you guys think of of kind of where the blame really lies here? Uh, well, it lies with the head coach. I mean, because it's on your watch, so you've got to do it. You've got to figure it out. And and you know you're you're over here talking about. Everything you're talking about cleats and 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 you know what times you're going to get here and there and all these things about it, but it, it all it's with you. I mean, you as the head coach. I mean, he's got he's got to be the guy to do that um, and pull back the reins if the, if you don't understand. Brian, you've said it for for that I, every year I've been on a show with you. You say it all the time as a head coach. You've got to know your team and you got to know that Terrence Steele and Tyler Smith and Tyler Biotish and probably Zach Martin, they're better run blockers than they are pass blockers. Yeah. And the runners are better than the receivers right now. They got better backs and they mm-hmm. have receivers even when Zeke's out. So and 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 Dak's a better game manager than he is a guy that's just gonna throw it around the yard and it's better to run in that in that kind of uh conditions than throw. So how the heck do you get into situations where you try well, to do I don't know, you got an MVP, times. you got an MVP and the two time MVP that that figured it out and he only threw it twenty times. Yeah. Well, did he or did his offensive coordinator say this is what we're going to do, or his head coach? This is what well, we're well, he would get them if, fired if he, you know, yeah. if he tries to <laughs> tell him. He, what to do. I think Green Bay. I think Green Bay's season, even though their season, I think, is over now. Yeah. Their season was on the line. I was talking to their guys about, it, and they're like, ah, "We're not capable of running the ball. We're not <sighs> capable of running." Monday morning, who with the first calls I got were, "Hey, man, I don't know." I'm like, "Watch the damn film." Yeah. Dallas has trouble defending the run. You guys got two legitimate backs. I mean, why would you not run the ball? And they go, well, you know, we got a quarterback. I'm like, well, call, you know, that's why. That's how you win games right there. Because you, know, you take advantage. Rogers, 
And Rodgers figured it out, too. He's like, I know a way where we can run the ball, yeah. and I can throw it to you sideways where I can still get the passing yards <laughs> and the completion percentage for it, yeah. and it's still considered a pass. But, you know, you, you mentioned a little earlier, Brian, you were talking about the Vikings, and you were saying, like, they just they don't, they don't commit to the run themselves. Like yeah. they love their passing game. Oh, they do. I wonder if this is a week where they do like Green Bay says, and even though they may not do it for Maybe other not. teams, they look at this team and say, "Oh, this is just too easy." This Maybe is not. Just too I mean, easy not to, and they're going to commit. It won't happen. It won't What's happen. very frustrating is, and most of us we have we have been we've watched the game from the sideline, mm-hmm. and we've watched the game from the press box. So we have very very different views from the game at times. Bird eyes view, and then just a side. So it. It is hard to coach a game when you're just watching a sideline, like from here and trying to figure out. And we know he has his headsets. He communicates with other people. So it comes down to, to me, like, it is hard to know exactly everything that, like, what it looks like from that point of view. Mm-hmm. So what are you getting that? Because I feel like us on the press box, we're usually like, why are they doing that? Why do they keep doing this? Or why do they keep doing that? Why are they not trying this instead? Like, it seems very simple to the people that are watching from maybe TV or up there, up high, as opposed to what he's at, like what they're actually emotions doing in the game. Ha- so, emotions on the sideline play a big part of that, of how play calling. People always say this. They say, play callers always say, I want to be able to look into the quarterback and sit with him and talk with him, or I want to sit. Dan Quinn's like the opposite. Dan's like your yeah, approach. Yeah, Dan Dan wants to see, okay, this is how they're attacking me, and I can get a full, and then you don't get distracted. You don't get distracted by being by on the, the sideline, mm-hmm. by the emotions. Mm-hmm. We have Tom Brady take the pad and hum it into the bench, and you're sitting down going, I don't think he's too happy with me right now. You know? Maybe I should <laughs> think talk? About, yeah, maybe we should do something differently here. Where if you're upstairs, you could like kind of take your headphones off and not and not pay attention to what's going on, kind of regroup. You know, I think that's – to me, if I was a play Carl, I'd want to be upstairs. I'd want to be able to see substitutions and things like that. I mean, they're talking to you and all that. Yeah. But the emotion of the bench affects play callers, I think, in a negative way in times. I really, really do. I would like to just see a change in, in that. And I don't know what you do. I mean, what, take Kellen more up there? Because it is important, too, to be able to have that – face-to-face communication during right. the game. Mm-hmm. So it's difficult, but at the same time, I think you see things more clearly from up there. And you 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 get a better idea of what's working, what's not, versus what you're seeing from the sideline. Yeah, you can see the full feel. I mean, that's what yeah. we all know. Yeah. Being up there in the press box, you can see the full feel. You can see every player yeah. on the field at one moment. When you're on the sideline, you can only see what's there. You can't see what's on the other side necessarily right. as clearly. Well, too, that's substitution patterns, too. Like, you can, like, from the play car, you can look down. And as your guys are coming on, you see who they're sending on, so you know immediately what they're in. Down on the field, you don't always get that, that vantage point of knowing – Unless somebody upstairs is telling yeah. you yeah. they got nickel on, they got nickel on, and you're now you're having to adjust. Right. Whereas before, if you're upstairs, you can see mm-hmm. what they're how they're substituting. Well, we, you know, we have 37 coaches, so I mean, <laughs> I'm sure there's there's enough. You win three Super Bowls yeah. with like 12, I think. Yeah, total yeah. or eight, something Games. like that, some I, crazy number. I tell you what's amazing though is is that I don't I think NBA's got more coaches than the college, than pro football now. They got a lot. I mean, going to Mavs. Well, no, well, college, they have two. They have two rows of coaches. I, I'm talking about yeah, the, back know, row, in the NBA. In the NBA, I mean, NBA yeah. has got more than pro football. I yeah. mean, I mean, it's about it's about equal for the number of players you have. Yeah, you have way too say, many. Don't they have like 12 on their roster? Oh, they do, and they have a they have a front bench and a back bench. They've got okay. and everybody has a job. 
Like w- one guy's job is to just yell out every time the shot clock is down to like eight, and and that's like when the ball goes across. You know, it's a twenty-four second shot. So, you know, if you're ever lucky the enough, shot to clock have, coach. Yeah, I could do that. Oh, I could do that. <laughs> I could. You do guys that. need to get the Jones' seat. Six, Sorry, six five, four. Okay, he shot Nick has sat in those before. Yeah, what you need to experience. do is you I need, sat in I'll, it once, and and that's what I remember yeah, all the yeah. time, and I and I remember. Yeah. Yeah, and, and also the coach It's neat to sit on the floor of an NBA game. It oh, yeah. really, really is cool. That's oh, yeah. Yeah. that's it's, pretty awesome. It is pretty cool. And I, I at one time, Dirk and uh, Luca were right there, and it was it, it was the only year that they played mm-hmm. together, mm-hmm. and it was just like, man, this is this is pretty this is pretty cool. Like, yeah, one time I did it, the Rockets were there, and it was when Harden and <laughs> yeah. Westbrook and all those guys were kind of yeah. down there. And they was, boat race you. <laughs> just, no, it's kind of fun to just yeah. to be there and yeah. literally be in their huddle yeah. and like watch yeah. the coach break down a play yeah. and say, exactly. this is what we're going to do. Coach, you need a timeout. Cool experience. Coach. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> did you try to do that? No. You tried to coach? Not. I did not. How did we get right. off on that? I don't know. We're going to oh, take our final break. enough coaches to, to figure it out who's in the game and who's not. We are going to take our final break. When Rockets we come back, we got more questions we're going to try to hit here before we go, uh, before we finish the show and get to our picks. We'll do that when we come right back. DallasCowboys.com radio. The season is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field, United Ag and Turf. With John Deere zero turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, Gator utility vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for baling, United Ag and Turf for winning. The official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com for more. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. This sweet! Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. When you build, you start with the foundation. And home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Equal housing lender. Credit and collateral is subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. Back to the break. The countdown to our Dallas Cowboys Thanksgiving showdown has begun. Get ready for Turkey Day the Cowboy way and score your game day, game day gear at the nearest pro shop or log on to shop.dallascowboys.com at Fanatics Experience. Yeah, I got a little... Turkey little, Day the Cowboy way. We're writing rhymes now. Okay. We... Uh, we, Somebody we in the building. Aren't writing the <laughs> Somebody rhymes in here. the building. Um, and I tell you who else isn't doing is um, McCarthy because, you know, the, the focus, you got one game here. You don't, yeah. 
strictly business business business, business game. Focusing <laughs> on that mac and cheese. Uh, Thanksgiving. And the press box. Oh, yeah. I'm ready to be back home again. You so. know, every every year, like when I first started working for the Cowboys, like my mom would, she'd be like, Man. worried about you. And she'd be like, you didn't get any Thanksgiving yeah. dinners, like. They oh trust me I they yeah. do it I, and I was like yeah. they they do it great oh, they they, they do it's good. they She's do like, a great job and then, and then she says better than mine I was like oh no 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 no, no, no. yes mom yeah, that, yeah, yeah right yeah. you never yesterday, say that yeah. uh, yesterday when I got home I'm talking to my mom and she's asking me you know trying to plan out like when can we have meal for Thanksgiving and she's like oh. And I said, well, the game is at three twenty five so I'll you know I have to be there so. Lunch and dinner, basically. Yeah. That kind of ruins that. And she always gets mad. She's like, ah, I'm not going to say the word, but these cowboys, <laughs> they don't care about family time. They <laughs> always ruin the, Because holidays are always altered Every by year. the cowboys. Every so year. she always brings it up like, God. <laughs> I, Y'all just I, need to move it to Friday. That's what we do. We just do dinner that's, on Friday. That's exactly what it do is. It on yeah. Friday. Yep. I, I, I say it it's every year. I, I love it. I love that we work that game. I, I, I just like... I think it's my favorite holiday. I just love being a part of the the, the tradition, you know, because yeah. I mean it's everybody's tradition. That's sure. what they do. All with my, they'll tell you too every year at three o'clock we eat, you know, and that's good. But somebody's got to play the game, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. We we watch NBA on Christmas Day. Well, somebody's somebody's got to play, games. and some families affected by somebody's, that. Yeah. yeah, and so or families, yeah, yeah, and, and and it's it's a challenge. But I mean, you get used to it. Yeah, yeah, you it's do. What we do. It's I mean, we built we built our family tradition around that now. So our our family goes to the stadium on game day on Thanksgiving. It's the only day of the year my family goes to the game, but yeah. they go on Thanksgiving because that's just what we do. And you watch them get beat. <laughs> Sometimes we do. Sometimes we watch them get Buffalo, beat. Buffalo, Chargers, doesn't matter. Oh, well, we really was that back when they were the Redskins. That was that was not a pleasant no. Thanksgiving. Colt yeah. McCoy was that a Colt McCoy was that? game? I would say that was RG three. RG three, right? Might be RG three game. Yeah, back in 2012. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. It was. Yeah, but you know, let's not overlook the eight and one Vikings here. I mean. <laughs> we do have a game before we get to things. Just kind of moving on from that. Right yeah. now. All right, tell you what, let's uh, let's get let's get a couple more questions. We got a phone call. We'll take a phone call real quick uh, from Ray in Fort Worth. Ray, what you got? Hey, a um, couple of things. I think Dak gets too much of the blame here. I mean, he's more than a game manager. As fans, we watch the game, but we don't really watch the game because when he threw that interception, if uh, one intercepts, I can't remember what. But CD, but it's on the receivers too, because CD, the, the defender just let CD Lamb go by because he's just staring at Dak. If CD Lamb puts his goes across the defender's face with his body, then that guy never has a chance to come up and intercept the ball. But it's always Dak's fault, even though the offense had a 14 point lead. Secondly, I like what Michael Parsons said. I love it. We need more of it. We don't need to run him on the edge all the time because that's to me. If I'm a if I'm a defensive coach, great, send him on the edge. Great, take him out the middle. You want to see how bad our run defense will be? How bad it'll be then? The guy's a complete player. He he can cover. He can blitz. And he a lot of times running sideline to sideline. He's saved. I've seen in two years. I've seen him save save the defense from making even bigger mistakes. Now, you're right. Dak needs to probably run more with guys like Zadarius Smith coming off. I mean, especially, you know, I think that's going to be a big play. He does need to use his legs more. I don't know. Maybe he's not completely healthy. I don't know. But I've seen in the past, I can't remember what, one season, he was just, he had so many running touchdowns. And 
I, he'll be fine. I think fans need to back the hell off and really watch what you're seeing. Hell, why right. get watch the tape? All right, we thanks for the call. It just drives me crazy. Thanks, guys. All right, appreciate Thank it. You. Appreciate it. And that actually brings up a, a question that we got on Twitter, I think, as well. Um, I'm trying to find it right here. Um, oh yeah, what would you guys what would you guys do with Micah this week? Obviously, last week they played about linebacker primarily, and the thought was you were facing a team you thought was going to run the ball. That was a way of maybe using him a little bit more. Nick, you think it took him out of the game a little bit more? What would you do with him in a game like this? Well, first things first. I mean, I gotta I gotta stop the run. I, I gotta play a defense. Where is where is he best if you're trying to stop the run? Well. The, the, uh, he's not going to be on the defensive end. He's going to have to be at linebacker, I think. I think he's got to play linebacker. I think that that's what the, the focus has to be. Stop the run, get to that third down situation. Then you can figure out what you're going to do, different guys. And he can move around, move to the outside and all that. But um, I just think I think that it, it's a, it, they're going to have to figure it, figure that out. But it, but it starts with stop the run first. And if that's – and that that's what's scary, and that's what Brian's talking about, is that when you play a defense to stop the run, it's going to leave you exposed to the receivers in the passing game. So uh, this is going to be a, this is definitely going to be a tough matchup. But you you got to hope pride factors in here at some point. I'd play him opposite. I would play him opposite of Tank, just because. And then I would think about playing. I would think about playing Diggs if you travel Diggs, put Diggs on to the side of where somebody. That can play the run that plays it well. If it means him playing left corner where Tank is over there, or you know, put him on a side because if you put you put Diggs on the side where you have like Armstrong and Basham and those guys, then all of a sudden you get hooked corner. You don't get linebacker inside, and then you don't get outside fill. So if you have somebody at the edge that can play the run, I would do that. I would put Parsons opposite if you're going to play him on the edge. Play him opposite tank and let him run the ball. Now he's had some problems when they've run the ball at him, but most likely teams are right-handed, so you'll get the ball to go away from. So that would be Parsons chasing the ball, and I think that's where you're at, where Tank can hold up. But I would put strength in front of Diggs. So you know, if you put weak with weak with weak, then you're going to probably give up the edge more. But if you put him to the side where maybe you have some of your stronger run defenders then you won't expose him to much to have to be a force player as they're going to need him in this game. I'm just curious. I mean, for this game, linebacker would be for me. Uh, but I'm curious to see what happens with a hurt Demarcus Lawrence. And, you know, right now it's looking like he's going to play this game and all that, and, and he this is nothing new to him, really. He's played through injuries before. But if his level of play drops down a little – you know, now I'm looking at the line completely different to where, okay, would Micah be needed to add some mm-hmm. something in there, some pressure from his play, for, but yeah. as a defensive end instead? You know, I also got to remember, too, you know, DeMarcus is one of the more veteran players on this team. He knows what this week looks like. Uh, more than anybody. And so, yeah. you know, I, I think, uh, yes, you put him on there. He's banged up. He's got some issues. But he he's he's looking ahead. He knows that he's got to be somewhat 
healthy this week, got to play the game. Then we got a short week. You know, he's going to two mm-hmm. from right now in six days. There's going to be two football games being played. So he gets that because his body has felt it. So I think that's where some of it is. I I, I think he's doing more maintenance on him himself yeah. and and maybe some understanding other what that's going to understanding require, that yeah. he's dealing with some stuff and let's let's you know because this team I don't know what they lead the league in practice injuries I don't know what's going on but I mean there's things that like oh well this flared up on Thursday's practice or something like that so whatever they're doing Thursday you know that's probably a decent day to to not practice but <laughs> all right we're gonna get our predictions see what you guys think is gonna happen this game Nick let's start with you this week I if if the if the Bills had just Gotten the snap and and moved forward and not lost that game in the, at the very end of there and won. Then I think it's a completely different game. I think you got a hung, uh, an even hungrier Vikings team. Um, they're figuring out how to win, but uh, it just that's not the way the league works. It it, it it cycles back through and it's time for a loss. So I think they're going to lose the game. I do. I think that at eight and one, I don't think they're as good as their record. You're Minnesota's going to lose. Minnesota's going to yes. lose the game. I don't think they're as good as their record. And I think that they they're playing these close games and that league isn't designed for you to keep winning these type of games. I think the Cowboys, um, I think I think the offense is actually look at what's happened in the last few games since Dak's come back. They're starting to figure it out. They lost last week twenty eight points on the road. Thirty uh, forty two the week before. Um so I think they win 31-30. I think it's going to be a fun, high-scoring game. I think they win it. I think figure out a way to win. I think the Vikings figure out a way to lose this one. 31-30. Amber? Mm. I, think, uh, I think the Cowboys win. They have a chance to win if, and I th- think to me the key for this game is just start fast. Like go in there and play some football. Don't allow yourself to get fall behind or start a slow half of the game. You need to start fast right off the bat so Dak needs to go in there and start just moving the chains they can they need to run the ball like we keep talking about but I think to me that's the key just don't wait till the second half of the game for you to get your crap together and but and by that time usually it ends up being too late so that's what happens and I've seen it happen too many times and I do think usually they play a very close game so they can win if the Offense scores, so I think maybe they win by a field goal. I don't know. I don't really know. They maybe twenty three, twenty one, something like that. But by a field? No, that's not even a field goal right there. I don't even twenty four twenty one. Yeah, there you go. Twenty four twenty one. Right. Minnesota wins this game, and because what happens is they force turnovers. And when you lose, you turn over the ball, whether it's Philadelphia, whether it's the Green Bay. They're going to force you to make turnovers. You're playing in a really hostile environment, a very loud crowd. It's going to be communication. The Cowboys have proven they've had problems with communication, whether it's run defense, whether it's the receivers, quarterback. They've had problems. You know, uh, To me, this is – I don't like the matchup because I feel like, though, that there's too many things. This is a really good group of receivers, and they found ways to make plays. This team doesn't get down. When they're down, they find ways to win. And I think there's something to that, whether it's luck, magic, whatever you want to call it, they, they found it. And so I think Dallas loses this game. I think it's going to be 28-24. I just feel like that the Vikings just – they're going, to, they're going to run their offense, and their offense is tough to stop. And, again, communication problems on defense or on offense for you could lead to turnovers. That's what the Vikings do. So I see them getting this home victory. 
Um, yeah, I, I actually think uh, I agree with Nick. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Um, I think that there's going to be – I think both teams will run the ball really well. Um, I do think that both teams will have some big plays in the passing game, although the passing game won't be the story of the game. The game will be that both teams ran the ball well, in my opinion. But I think it will be a high-scoring game. I think it will be a lot of big plays, and I think the Cowboys end up winning on the road because I do believe they are the better team. Uh, between these two teams. Uh, I think Cowboys win a close game, 34-31 on the road in Minnesota. All right, appreciate you guys joining us. We'll be back Monday. We'll let you know what went right and wrong, get you guys ready on a quick, short week for Thanksgiving. Until then, for Nick Eatman, Brian Broaddus, Amber Garcia, I'm Derek Eagleton. This has been The Break, live on DallasCowboys.com radio. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!